Another episode of Stand Up Memories held over. Are we on? Held over for another episode. Eric Tartaglioni, terrific comedian, and his wife Sue, who is the spicy psychic. And we were getting into it. That that has such a great ring to it. It's a great name. The, but I'm going to start calling you the spicy sidekick. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love that. We're co-hosts. You're not my sidekick. We're co-hosts. Right. But I like spicy sidekick. I, I, well, I'm, I'm honored. In fact, I might really? even get rid of you and get myself a spicy sidekick. Okay. Well, you do that. But we... Um, when we last left them, that's the way that's, you refer back. When we last left them, You Eric got was, back together in 1991 and you were in the throes of becoming... It was 94. 94, a psychic. Yes. No, I'm talking about well, the time in the middle yeah. between the first meeting and the getting together permanently. You said you dated at some point. Yes, yeah, so, and she was. She would tell me stories, and she used to work at AT and T with Eddie Murphy's aunt. Um, I do to use it pr very good, pr pronounce it correctly. And she was sitting in a break room, and this is the stuff that I would push her to to develop it because she would tell me stories. We're sitting there, and some, and I and it may have been Eddie Murphy's aunt, not sure, but she said. I can't find my stamps. And what did you say? They're floating around in your kitchen sink. And that's before you, they were already sticky. You had to lick them. Uh-huh. They're ruined. But how would she know? She, and she just said it without even and thinking. she goes, you're crazy, girl. She went home. The next day she goes, you're still crazy. They were floating around in my kitchen sink. <laughs> and they were ruined. The <sighs> stories like that, but there's a million of them. Stuff that she does like that. Impromptu. She just added, she wasn't thinking. There can't be that many stories about stamps in the sink. <laughs> and that was, and she, was, she was digging in her pocketbook, and I knew that she was looking for stamps. That was just stamps like that, not exactly the same story. Oh, oh. but you don't mean stamps like that. You mean let's, stories. Like let's that. be clear like here. See, uh, you're so nervous. You should relax. I'm re I'm totally relaxed. I, I, but you know, I've never been with a psychic, and I mean that in, in all due respect. You didn't mean it in a biblical no, sense. No, I did not. <laughs> oh, you mean you. Oh, you mean you never hung out with one? You don't mean you never rolled around in the sheet? No, head. I've never had a psychic. Got all crazy I don't know. and sweaty. I wouldn't know how that works. And, and I think a lot of people would like to know more about how that works. About sex? No, about how a psychic reading works and what to expect. Um, it's, people, you're not a, you're not a. You what he's asking is. Did you guys get it on before you became a psychic? Okay. Exactly. All right. That's exactly. That's what, that's what I'm asking. Made me become psychic. <laughs> yes. I did her so well, I p pushed her into another realm. There you Next go. Next thing you know, she was seeing Do you stamps. realize, exactly. <laughs> do you realize right. how classy this podcast is until you talk? I mean, my goodness. I'm trying to understand... What you don't do is... I would like to apologize to you for waking up our audience. <laughs> <laughs> I, you don't foretell the future. You do? Yeah. Okay, well, then a joke comes to mind. You know, you never were about to make love to Eric and found yourself saying, well, this is going to suck before you even do it. That, uh, look at Eric. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that happens a no, lot. That happens. <laughs> uh, not tonight, hon. I don't feel no, no. <laughs> Not tonight. I plan on having a headache. But, I mean... My spirits are talking to me too much tonight. <laughs> well, we see things on television, but I strongly suspect television in the movies is not real. What you do is 
like in the well, in the movies. If you're asking me how I do a reading, yeah, I, they either is it a, is it a business? It's my work, yes. So it's like my, people contact you, like oh, you yeah. advertise or I word of mouth. I have an home office, and then I'll go to their place of business, their home. I've done stage. I've done restaurants. I've done. So you Whatever. can do the sun, like you can do one-on-one, -on -one, but on stage? I do private one-on-ones, I do them on the phone, and I also do group sessions from eight to a hundred. And do you guys ever share a bill? Like, no, well, we would like to. It, we don't know how to make, we don't really I'm know talking how. about your dead grandmother and then he's telling jokes. We yeah, don't it's, know a, it's a very odd combination, yes, it is. but God knows together. everything has been tried. You that's know. true. Well, you know what? Listen, we I think there are. We have a name, Fortunes and Funnies. We'd like to. <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> we were thinking of doing something like this. I would have to obviously open. You can't have a. After a, I just like contacted your dead so kid, and then I'm going to come up for a lift. That's an old story. You ever hear comics tell stories? We were at a fundraiser, and yeah. they're crying, and the comics all have a story. And next thing they said, and now it's time for some comedy. And it's, right. it's never going to work. Don't follow children. Don't follow animal acts. I guess you got to throw in don't, don't follow. Don't follow dead people. Psychics. Yeah, so. Wow. And, and, uh, it'd uh, certainly be worth, worth a shot. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> We're open to it. We're open to it. But, you know, like comics, maybe you should just go to a comedy club and after the show say, has. can I go up and do 10 dead She's people? She's done the giggle I've room. Done, I've, done, I've done stage. I've done the giggle room. I've done one-on-ones uh, with the governors, too. You know, in the, they've had events. Have so you ever wanted to warn somebody about something? Yeah, I, I mean, every reading is, you know, different. I say it's a, like a snowflake. Every reading is a little different. And I say I'm not, I don't sugarcoat. I tell you the truth. But I don't scare anybody. Wait, are you talking about warn them about something that's Something gonna that's bad that's going to happen. So what I'll do is I'll sit with them and then I'll say, I don't want any detail. I'm not looking for anything. But do you have a question, concern, or focus? You don't have to. Because some of them, if they're taking a half an hour, I have to talk really fast. The hour, you can really unfold a lot more. But a half hour, I want to kind of get to what they're looking for. So they might say my career, my job. They may say nothing. I just, you go where you got to go, fine. And then it just progresses. I also have been reading tarot cards for 20-something years, so I will incorporate them. They do help. They're like a deviation tool. They do help with more information for me or for my client. And it's just everybody's a little bit different. But they and I will tell them I'm seeing this or I don't, you know, they'll say I really want to change my career to this. And I'll sit with them and think and I'll say yeah, that's a great idea or I'll say it really doesn't look like a great idea right here. Maybe we can do okay. this. She, she one time, okay. this, we were at a club, loud music, loud. She goes, I'm getting somebody's grandmother over there. I think it was mother. Oh, it was mother? Yeah. Over there. I says, what, they won't leave me alone. So, and we, we were in a club. I mean, we were with right. friends, it was loud, and I'm like, and she walks over to the cross of the room. And I'm watching her, and she goes, and she goes, blah, 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 and they hug, and she comes back. And I said, look, it's a business. I said, did you give her a card? She goes, leave, let's send the moment alone. Sometimes it's just about But who was it? It was some somebody random. The mother was there telling me where to go. Just don't give my daughter this so message. So this wasn't somebody you knew? It was a spirit. No, no, we were at the club. We were at a nightclub. It's a spirit. It was her, her mother. She And I'm looking, there was hundreds of people there, and she showed me who she was. That's right. Who, who, who? Okay, the red dress, whatever. Went over, gave the message. She's crying, hugging me. Thank you, thank you. Sometimes it happens when <coughs> I'm not really prepared, but it happens. Do people come to you and ask you details that it, or make demands that are not really fair. I, I, I bet this has happened to you. Uh, a female client 
uh, can you tell me if my husband is cheating on me? Have you heard, you've probably heard oh, that. Oh, that's a lot of readings, yeah. And, but how can you just turn that on and no? I Do mean, a lot of people sign up for a reading just specifically to ask you that. Um, sometimes, I mean, it really I work on referrals. Everybody's like, go see her, go see her. Sometimes you're checking in. Sometimes they have something specific. But I did see a woman who was very upset that her husband was cheating, and I saw a lot of imagery. And I said, I see three car seats out of the back seat, and. The truck has the two tires in each slot. You know those trucks that yeah. have the tires? I said, it's that kind of truck, which I've never said in a reading before, never seen, and that. So she says, we have three children in car seats. It's taken them out of the back seat. Anyway, he, she went home. She confronted him, and they made up. They went to counseling, and they're doing great. She so that was a good story. Okay, that is, that is a good story. She didn't say how. She goes, I saw you, and he confessed everything. Did you ever have a woman come in and complain about her husband cheating, and you see the whole thing, mm -hmm. and then the next woman comes in and complains, and it's, it's the same guy? Would <laughs> that be something? Sometimes they're all wrong, and I say, I'm sorry, I don't think this is happening. I don't see this. I don't feel it. You know, it's not happening. But I will tell, whatever they ask me, I will answer the best of my ability, in, in, and I'm always truthful. Now, do you take it to a gig? Can you walk into a room and go, I wouldn't do your show tonight if I was you? No, no she never gets that. She, I'm concerned with her getting, picking up information on other people, and then she can't really, she doesn't want to walk up to strangers. I mean, it doesn't no, always happen. No, I told him about that's certain way, people. That's way too weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about certain people to work with and stuff yeah, that I was yeah, worried about. She has. Yes, she has. She's giving me, you know, she's giving me vibes on people that she's met in comedy. There's some crazy comedy is. Oh, really? You did not tell us in the class. It was how just crazy comedy is. I have a, a story. I was doing. There a is no way you can explain. Something you can only experience that. Nobody can prepare you because you can only right. be prepared this much, and then there's this much. I, I'm doing a place called the Rocking Horse Ranch. Oh, oh, listen to this. So I do this gig, and this guy comes up this to me afterwards. This is the place in Connecticut? Or yeah, it's, a, it's upstate. A, upstate. It's upstate. And right outside Poughkeepsie. That, but that Wolfburg used to work. There. Yeah. It goes back yeah, it goes years. back. This is going back into the mid-2000s. So I am, uh, I do the set, and this guy comes up to me and says, hey, thanks for the laughs. He says, you from Long Island? Yeah. You know Jimmy Finn? I go, yeah. He goes, I grew up with him. Tell him Uncle Festa says hello. Jimmy Finn, at that time, was the face, the manager of Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown Everybody on Long Island. Everybody thought he owned it, which he didn't. Right. So, and this is what he says. Here's $40. You're going to do a fundraiser tomorrow night? Yeah, I'm going to be there tomorrow. Here's $40. Sir, I don't want to take your money. Here's $40. I'll know it gets there. Sir, I really, thanks for the laughs. Next night, I go and I got that $40 is burning a hole in my pocket. I don't want to forget. So I, I walk in and the former owner of the brokerage, Gary Smith, is there. Gary Smith never gave me really the time of day. I was, he had by then sold the club. I was kind of. He doesn't know how, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, he knew how to do this. Listen, he he sees me and he goes, hey. Hi, Gary. That was weird. Jimmy, I got this guy, Uncle Festa. He gave me $40 to give you for tonight's fundraiser. Uncle Festa popped up from behind the bar. Set him up. So Gary Smith looked at me and went, uh, 
I thought you were going to get nailed. Um, I, I didn't follow what happened. They were checking to see, they were checking to see he if he was actually going to give him the money the next night he, oh, he for the benefit. Me. He hit down to say, hi. And, and then afterwards, I needed a shower. I said, this is comedy. This is comedy. This is comedy. And, you know, and it's a good thing that I saw him right off the bat. It's a good thing I remembered. Because I didn't want to take the money, but it was so unusual to carry money for somebody. And you were torn because you were going to give 20. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> and get caught. There's, no, there's nothing more fun than but, the lowness. There was a place that I worked <laughs> in Jersey where I made 200 bucks. And it was right when the Stern Show was starting to kick in, and I was just becoming really part of it. And the next time I worked, it was like two or three years later, and I literally made... 10 times as much money. And I just know the guy's name was Bob. It was a place in Jersey. And it was, you know, rough and tumble. But uh, a lot of people, because I was really drawing well, and I made two grand. And this guy was a crazy coquette. And he, I can remember this so clearly, and we're sitting at the table, his table in the back. I'm sitting over there, and he's sitting here. And he counts out, you know, the 20 piles of 520s, you know what I mean? And he's coked out of his mind, and he's doing this, and he, oh, it was such a great show, blah, 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 yak, 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 and I'm taking the stacks, I told you this, right? I'm taking yeah. the stacks of 20s, and I count, them, and one of the stacks had eight 20s in it. And I, real quick in my mind, I was like, is this guy, Testing me, right, 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 right. like to see if I'm, am I going to say, oh, there's too much money here, you know? Right. But I just, I said, you know what? I'll play his game. Uh, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Perfect. You know, and I, and I wound up, and I, I don't know whether it was a mistake or whether he was testing me and he was just so embarrassed that he had done it. But I think he just, but. He wasn't off by one. He was off by three, right, which right, was, right. you know, he, you know. It's an odd number to be off. Can I? But it was, it, it just, it was such a, an odd, odd thing, So you, you know? kept the extra money. Yes! I still got those 320s. All right, I let me say something. something. I gave them to Jimmy Finn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, uh, you know, we could examine uh, your behavior here and actually say, well, why didn't you just say, oh, you overcounted. Here's sixty dollars. Because it is, he might have been breaking my balls, and I didn't care. Okay. I, he made a mistake in my favor. Okay. If that had had two in it instead of five, I would have just taken. No, I probably. All right. Well, Sue is the guy is dead now, and Sue has contacted him, Come and he wants he wants his sixty dollars back. <laughs> it's Bob from. Oh, I'll think of the name Steve of the Bob? place. <laughs> It's so funny. So funny. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody say to you, wait, I don't know if I can handle this. What I'm sitting here going, if you actually contacted one of my relatives, I'd be almost afraid to hear. Do you want me to give them to you? I have somebody around you right now. You do? Yeah. Really? I think that's your grandfather. My grandfather. And I want to say military. And... I want to call him, I, I feel like France and Francis or France and Frank go together. Who is that? General Bales? 
Who's Francis? Uh, that's your grandfather? It's my grandfather. Don't uh, look at me. I don't know. Was he in France as well? Yeah. Okay. He, 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 I, man. He's come to a very ma good man. He's, he was in the Army in World War I, and he served in... He went young, in, he said. Huh? He went in the war young, he said. He went in very young. Um, he lied about his age. He went in when he was 16, and he served in France in World War I, and this is one of those moments. Ooh. I can see... They are yanking my chain right across the, the, the supermarket here. Look, I can't explain it. She nailed it, okay? And I'm, and I, I uh, but I feel, but actually I feel good mm -hmm. because I love my grandfather. And, energy for you. and I look, and I, and I look up to him. How do you know he died killed in the war? Huh? He, he didn't get killed in the war. He lived a long life, but he's, his name was Francis and he served in France in World War One. Wow. And we got this. <laughs> France? Francis served in France? She just said that. Really? Yes. <laughs> He served in France in World War I. How does she know Francis? How does she know any of this stuff? All right? Okay. And I'm Mr. Evidence, and let's, and he's you still know. Alive. No, he's not still alive. He died. Well, he he Jack passed Jack on. No, he didn't. He, World War I. He he's not here. World War I, but you wouldn't have met him if he was in World War I. I met him. He, I met him as a child. I certainly did. You forget me how old I was a child. I, I met him. He, I was a child when he died, even. But I remember him. Were you still alive from World War One when you were a kid? Yes. What was he? A hundred? No, no. As a matter of fact, he was still in his sixties when he died. But if you do the math, I was. I'm. World you know. World War One was 1915, 16, 17. If he was that age, he was born around 1900. If he was in his sixties, 1965, you were how old? There you go. There, there's plenty of. There was, okay. you know. See, you couldn't do that simple math. <laughs> no, I still can't do that simple math. But I, I. Okay, I'm freaked out in a good way because... There you go. And I find him a special energy around you. I find him very... That's uh, my energy you feel. Very <laughs> in all due respect. For one minute. Yeah. Very I feel, I feel Jackie's energy and I need to take a pill, <laughs> an antidepressant. I am a total cynic. I'm going to something <laughs> for you too, Do Jackie. not buy... Wait, 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 wait. Did you hear what she said? What? Go. She says she's got something for you. I'm, I'm, even though I have very small ears, I am all ears. Okay, when, it, when I have it, like, it just all right. it out for All right, all right, all right, I'm freaked out. I hope it's not my first sexual experience, because I never explained it to anyone, ever. Never, I never described my first sexual experience, ever, to anyone, even you. Really? You and me have a lot of deep secrets. We do. You, you never, never, was your you first... You never told me about... Uh, Sergeant Francis. No, he was his his name was Francis, and he was in World War One in France. And I, and I'm Would just you really want to be in the army with a name like Francis. You want to know something that's interesting? Well, I will say he married my grandmother, obviously, and her name was Francis. Female Francis spelled with an e, male Francis spelled with an i. Was so important, it kept coming through. Is that Frank and Fran? I had, I, I had two. Francis was also the talking mule. Do you remember that? I, I do, and we're dating ourselves. But I am so I'm old enough. I had, did have a grandfather in World War One named Francis, who, sir, I'm, I'm I am amazed and and um, I can't explain it, but there it is. And uh, 
So the spicy psychic on Facebook, check her out. Um, what do you want me to say? I, I don't know. We'll what you, be posting a picture of uh, General Francis and his wife, Francis, and their child, Francis Jr., and their aunt, Francis Sr. <laughs> and uh, anybody named Francis, if you write in, you'll get a free copy of Bales's book, Life in These Long Island States, or whatever it's called. Our production manager, Michael Zinn, is giving me the eye, and he's saying to me, I told you there's more to it, you cynic. Okay. Um, I have something for you, Jackie. Oh, man. I'm ready. You ready? I got to bring you back to, I believe, school, maybe high school. Okay. And the name is Greg. And I think there might be more than one Greg. But there's one specific Greg. I there was one, two. There's a lot of Gregs. Three. But one that was a specific, I, just a character. And I believe he's crossed. I don't believe he's here. Do you know if he's still living? Uh, I know one, one isn't uh, for sure that I know, but none of them, uh, I'm going through the Rolodex of Greg's, none of them are I real. I want to say this has two G's perhaps. No, I wouldn't know that, but uh, well, that's how I don't think there were any Greg characters. There no, was, just, a, there was a Gregory. To, yeah, well Greg. He's very a humorous person. I think you got along. Was this school, high school, or junior high, or something? Because it looks like I've seen you in those pictures when you took him in the school. When mm -hmm. He lines up at the like grade whatever, and he sat in the tables. It looks like one of those kind of a pictures. No, there was a there was a guy named Greg in junior high and uh, in eighth grade. But he's one of those guys that wound up at. Portledge or Portledge at a, a, a snobby private school yeah. on the North Shore. All right. But he was a guy I had fun with, Greg okay. Smith. Okay, there he is. But uh, and he got. I also uh, have something else for you. Um, is your mom Rose? Is your mom's name Rose? No, no. There's no Rose. Oh, there was a wild aunt Rose. Are you, was she like very close to you? Huh? Was she close to you? No, I. You don't have. What's your mom's person. name? Dorothy. Who's Rose? An aunt? There was Rose Compagna, who was the wife of the guy that shot my gymnastic video. She was a character. No, no, no. This is a rela related to you, like a mom, an aunt. A no, no. no. no well, Rose. You just said you had an Aunt Rose. She was... Could be by she was like the... And there was no... Back in the 50s, there was no such thing as hardly anything known, uh, like divorces, and hardly were the girlfriends, and there was somebody related to my, uh, my aunt and my uncle. The guy was divorced and had a girlfriend named Rose, which was so, so unheard of in the 50s. You know, oh no, that, is that his wife? No, so that's his girlfriend. So there's a controversy about a Rose in your family, you're saying? No Rose. I would, well, just, I, I would know if there was a rose, because a rose is a rose is a rose. Moving on. Sorry. You I mean, said, you, ha you, said you had an Aunt Rose. But, but she, was, she was just one of those people that you saw once in a blue moon at my Aunt Eleanor's, but she, she, was a, but she wasn't an aunt. 
she was oh, she like she was one she, she I said think my cousin Jean called right, but her but in those days you and still today a close friend is sometimes right, called right. an aunt. But she wasn't Aunt Rose to me. Okay, she was aunt all right. Rose to the kids. But what I can't let go by is the fact that you said you haven't mentioned your first sexual experience to anybody, which means to me that was traumatic and not a pleasant memory because if it was a pleasant memory you would have shared it. I'm not sure if the word sex and unpleasant memory ever belong in the same place. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like pizza. You know, the worst is fine. Okay. All right. And I guess... And I know you agree with that. So I do agree with it, but, but okay, I guess we're not going to hear the details of your... No, no, no. Nobody has ever heard the details. Okay, well... Okay, you brought it up, but I'm sitting so here. I'm blown away, and, I, and I'm, all, I'm, you know, I'm thinking. Is, it, is this true? This Francis and Francis? Yes. He just said it. He doesn't. She did. He didn't prompt. He doesn't prompt us. But I don't know what you three got going. I didn't. <laughs> this is. You know, when the cameras stop and next you guys jump on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I would never set something like that up. I'm telling you. I would. I. One thing I can tell you, I'm not a fraud, so nothing was set up. <laughs> no, it, set I'm up. telling you, it was not set up, and I'm blown away. And she's the spicy psychic, and it's fun, but it's also heavy because I'm feeling. I feel also have a lot more for him, but I just can't. I can't connect to you, Jackie, so we'll have to do that another time. Okay, but but I'm like. I'll give you my email, jokeland at aol.com. And he still uses. You can send in your guesses. He, he uses AOL. She's also at the Spicy Psychic on Facebook. You can contact The Spicy Psychic on Facebook and her husband. Now, does Spicy have an E in it or not? No. no. I told you that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I tried to say this. And, and this is, a, this is a, an incredible couple because you have the Spicy Psychic married to one of the funniest comedians. That's Ken. Around. Um, and he no, deserves I've seen it. I mean, he is that funny, but you're just beating it to death. Well, I'm just telling the audience: go see Eric Tartaglioni. Etcomic.com. Et, et, and they can also they can also find you on Facebook. Facebook, but went to, go to Etcomic to get the spelling of my name. And your yeah. hair is on eBay. Yes. <laughs> oh, now that is wrong. That is wrong. You know, is Jack. At this point, does it matter? Well, listen, <laughs> it I, I love, I love the two of you. You are fascinating people, deep people, both of you. And uh, I'm, a little, you I'm, pull, no, you I'm a little off. Cohen. I thank you. Grandfather Francis thanks you. I had a grandfather Francis <laughs> in World War I who served in France. I just, just it's just, you know, that kind of thing doesn't happen every day. All right. So. What about his wife? Was she hot? My grandmother? I can't think in those terms. You I mean, could, that's just... You could. No. But they were, both, they were both named Francis, so that could be a powerful name for me. And uh, thank you for that, Sue, and making me think outside the box. I will call you if uh, my Aunt Rose pops into my head. And Eric, uh, my pal, we work together all the time and have so much fun, and... Uh, 
We just, will be in the car driving to Pennsylvania very soon. Oh, oh that's right. We got it. Hey, here's here I can do my job. Let's Are end. you dragging him to do that no. crap gig? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're going to uh, we're going to Pennsylvania. We're gonna and and you know what? Do you know this? This it's true. Do you know what two male comedians say to themselves when they get into a car? The first thing they say to themselves when they get in a car to drive to a faraway gig, like in the middle of Pennsylvania. So, do you want to talk about your father first or should I? Because we have these issues with our fathers. And it's, it's, uh, that's true. I mean, it's funny, but it's true. Eric Tartaglioni. Don't you want to talk about your father? Uh, no. No, I don't. I can't handle that. I don't want to talk right about now. your father either. Okay. Um, Eric Tartaglioni, terrific comedian. That's He's 11. Comedian That's 11. happened to have graduated from my uh, company school, StandWUniversity.com. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. You, you helped me set that up all the time. I just could not think of a joke by the end, and I just gave up. <laughs> and also, the spicy sidekick. I'm the spicy sidekick now, stealing the name of spicy psychic. Recommends the spicy. I I recommend psychic. you know, open open your mind and see what happens. I am blown away right now, and uh, thank you for watching. Stand up memories. It's your turn by dinner, you know. I'll get the next one. For the people that don't know, <laughs> every time we go to eat after these shows, Bales <laughs> never has his money. And he said, <laughs> I'll I'll get the next one. So for Christmas, I got him a mug, and on the mug it says. I'll get the next one. <laughs> it's the true. funniest thing I ever That's bought. true. All right. See you next time. That was a true story. I know. That was a pretty good episode. A new episode every Wednesday with me, Peter Bales, Jackie the Joke Man Martling, comedians, interesting people. Leave a comment. We'll, we're going to get, we'll get uh, what am I saying? I don't know. We're going to get back to you. We will respond to your comment. StandUpMemories.com, if you go there, it shows all the different platforms. Oh, Spotify, we're on everything. Every Wednesday. Stand Up Memories. Every Wednesday. A new episode.